What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the youth section. Uh, we're excited to bring to you guys a topic all about friendship today. We hope you enjoy this time where we laugh, we cry, and uh, we tell you how essential having great Christian friends in your life is. Let's go. Super Bowl Sunday, go Rams. Detroit yeah, Rams, baby. Detroit Rams. I'm the into Angeles the Bengals. <laughs> the what? The, I'm at uh, the good Bengals. Bengals. You're going Bengals? Why? Yeah. Bengals? Yeah, it's Matt Stafford's Steve. wife. She's she she does too much. <laughs> she, she was the one that pulled you away. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Stafford <laughs> is the killer for Anthony. Yeah, I get that though. I get that. Though. She is She's a little uh, out there. Yeah, but very outspoken. Like you, you want support, but there's got to be times when he's like, "Babe, like, what are we doing?" Yeah, oh, yeah. Reel it back. Yeah. Didn't she get in trouble? Was it, is she the one that got in trouble for spraying champagne over all the fans? No, uh, that was Patrick Mahomes' wife. Another reason why I wanted them to lose. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I wanted the Chiefs to win. Everybody, <laughs> I wanted the Chiefs hey, to lose so hey, bad hey. because of Jackson. Yeah. Hey, quarterback wives. Take it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about you. It's nope. not about you. I know you're happy, but hey, maybe just a crisp high five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Firm handshakes. Good it's job. Like, it was like Great negative job. four kiss. degrees, and she's popping champagne on all the poor people that didn't have champagne yeah, or exactly. in a suite. Like, Jeez. hey, how much do I think I'm better than you? Let me show yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then like, she defended. <laughs> she's like, I just wish that I could, you know, do what I wanted to do all the time. And it's like, or just don't spray champagne on people. Yeah. She be, goes, be a good person. Just be a be a regular person. <laughs> she goes, Psh, low lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Was that in Buffalo too? No, was it was in Kansas, that was in Kansas City. City. Okay. Still cold. Either way, yeah. It's just still cold. It's special. Hopefully nobody's like, guess what happened to me at the game, guys? Sunday got sprayed by Patrick Mahomes' fiance <laughs> yes. with champagne. So yeah. talk to me different now. Goodness. It's their five minutes of fame, right? And Jackson's up there at the same time doing TikTok dances. TikTok dances. Yeah, that guy's awful, too. <laughs> <laughs> he treats, like, wait staff poorly. Like, I guess Pit that's a thing. It's bad, Yeah, too, I heard. Oh, it's bad. Like, he'll come in with a, gr- a bunch of his TikTok friends and just, like, give bad reviews to restaurants and nah, stuff. I don't like that. And they, like, w- there was, like, a bar or restaurant that, like, trashed him. Like, they made a whole social media post. Yeah. And, really? Like, trashed him. Yeah. You would think that they're friends would give them a heads up. Right. Be like, hey, listen, stop being the way that you are. Jackson's a little much sometimes. <laughs> so, Dude, imagine where like your whole shtick is like, I'm the brother of a really good quarterback. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. That's awful. <laughs> that's bad on its own. And just living vicariously through his brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's, that's really nice. Has his na- that's how he got his name, obviously. Right. Like, he's nothing without that. And so he's, like, just the most... I've never not I've never wanted to not see a TikTok of him dancing on a sideline more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it, the one of him dancing on who was it? Was it at the um football team? Was it Sean Taylor's number? Yeah. Oh, or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, that was bad news. Dude, he that. caught big heat for that one. Yeah. As he respectively. Weird. Like, he he deserved it. But tired of it. Yeah. What's like your what's your favorite like Super Bowl day food? Ooh. I'm a big like pigs in a blanket guy. Nick Adams really? bringing them. Really? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that's I'm, happening. I'm big on wings, just period. Yeah. For Super Bowl. They're pretty they're always feel like, Yeah, yeah. I always feel yeah. like you gotta just bring out some wings. Tom's you know coming through that. with them tonight. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm all about the chips and salsa. Mm. Always. That's Nachos. True. I mean I lump those in. Same family. That's yeah. true. 
So this wordle here is causing me fits. <laughs> Are you on your sixth try? Uh, fifth. Just disrespecting the We won't. We won't spoil it. Well, actually, we can spoil it because this will come out later than the. But yeah, that's true. You can't spoil it for him. He's got to earn it. Yeah, he's got to Do you want any hints? Are you on your sixth guess? Yeah, and I only have R O. Uh oh. Yeah, you're in trouble. Looking tough. You're in trouble. But do you want a hint? Let me get to six. Let me get to six first. Nature. There's something in nature. Roly polies. <laughs> That's too many letters. <laughs> I yeah, I, I taught my aunts how to use nature. Wordle, and the next day she texts me. She's like, I am hooked. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, really? <laughs> it's just enough to keep you coming back, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Because it's only one a day. Right. It's just like, one a day. It just, it just keeps me here. It's Not too time consuming. Yeah, it's a, good, uh, it's a good start to my morning. Make sure my mind like is like, like ready to go. Tim the yeah. Tatman does it to start his streams yeah. to get his so, mind going. Yeah. Really? He's so bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> so but he's also bad at a lot of things. Yeah. In the media My favorite was whatever. the Elder Day. Oh and yeah. And then he's like, "You can have the same letter twice." Like you're yeah. freaking out. That was a revelation to me as well. I was like, "Wait, you can do that?" Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's fun. It's also very frustrating when you do lose. Yeah. Elder got me was not happy about it. Yeah. My mom got it. Was not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> My mom got in two the other day, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, no way. Yeah. It's I all about that first two. word. If yeah, you get that first word, you get like a couple of them. Even if it's not in the right spot, you can kind of figure it out. What's your go-to first word? Or does oh, it change? Man. It's it got to have a lot of... It's got to have an A and an E in it for me. Yeah. I go arise or aisle. That's good. First That's, one. Good. That's a good one. That yeah. Aisle is really good. That's yeah, actually really I might use that. Yeah. I normally... I do like sweat. I'll do okay, that. Everyone's because the S. You get yeah. the S in there, the E and the A. But I don't know. Yeah, Struggling. Know, it does vowels. change. That's yeah. Crazy. And then if none of those vowels are in there, I use mouth to get O and U. Yeah. That's good, too. Yeah. Wow. There's such strategy. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than you think. Yeah. There's more are than you starting you tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to download it. It's not even a download. It's just yeah, a download. You can. I think you can. Oh, I think there is no. an app, but I just do it on the website. Yeah, because yeah. it got bought out by New York Times. Is that what it was? Oh, I started yeah. to see that. Are they going to yeah. throw it behind a paywall then? Probably. Yeah, Probably. so you better get on it. Yeah. So get on it quick. <laughs> get on it quick. All right. So this month, should we tell them what happened? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Maybe explain. I shouldn't. <laughs> I'll explain. All right. So typically what happens is I plug this mixer into my USB port, and it'll default into the recording device. Because it was Monday, and it was a poor morning for me, <laughs> it did not default to that input. So what had happened was it recorded through my laptop. So when I was editing the audio, it sounded like somebody had bugged our room, <laughs> and it was like a poor microphone. It sounded like we were all trapped in And what was barrel. crazy is like on my recording software everything looked fine like everybody was talking well the volume was great and i was like except aaron aaron was so quiet i'm like why the heck is aaron so quiet i'm like boosting all these things and it turns out it's because he's the furthest away from my laptop that he wasn't being picked up as well oh right <laughs> so i'm naturally more quiet i think but can i read the, the text though that because because he sends this <laughs> he sends this to our text and he goes hey um not <laughs> been a tough week for the kid <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like trying to edit our thing, which we're so appreciative of because he does like all the behind the scenes stuff, puts the audio together. It's a huge job, and he's like, so I I go, okay, well, you know, you have this mishap or whatever. How does it sound? And he sends me this text. He goes, it sounds like if you watch a murder mystery and the audio comes from the interrogation room. And I go, I get that. Like, I get what you're saying. So what are we going to do about it? Like, I didn't know if you could, like, fix it or if you could, like. Yeah, there was there was no hope. I tried everything. And yeah, I'm sorry for the late notice. I was just so ashamed. <laughs> he was sitting on it all yeah. week. Like, just didn't know. Just exploring so many options yeah. and, until I ran out of options. And then he sends the picture of Lisa Simpson going, what? <laughs> <laughs> when he finds out that it doesn't work. <laughs> and uh, Anthony is human. Yeah. yeah. Anthony is human. Surprising. Yeah, surprise. I'm glad it came like it happened this early in our saga. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's good. Yeah. Or it wasn't like a guest episode, right? Like, hey, <laughs> so yeah, so that's why we didn't we didn't come out with it on Friday. We were yeah. we're, we were gonna release it yeah. and just be like, sorry, deal with it. Yeah, but uh, we were like, you can't we better always get what you want. Exactly. So what we did talk about on that episode was was friendship, yes, um, which was um, really awesome. So and, and it was a great conversation, and I think it would be cool for us to um, kind of talk about the highlights that we had um, in that episode. Yeah? yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So um, let's talk about. I think we started last time with talking about how our friendship started. Yeah, yes. Um, so that's me. <laughs> um, so. I was the um, kid that always looked up to his bigger brother and all of his bigger brother's friends. And so... We're the um, bigger brother friends. They're the bigger brother friends. And so... um, (laughs) When uh, they would, like, come over, play mini sticks, get all all rug burned up, I'd be down there with them, sweating it out, playing some mini sticks, slapping shots... That's how, how I don't play hockey, but um, <laughs> slapping shots. So, um, but you know, I, I always just tried to be around because I thought they were such cool dudes. Still are, still yeah. super cool, <laughs> so cool. probably cooler, differ, but no, um, but yeah, I was always just looking up to my brother and his friends, and they ended up becoming my friends too. Yay, yeah. Yay. friendship. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one thing. Chico and I have a comment as we both took Aaron to concerts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I took him to see 21 Pilots for the first concert, and then nice. you took him to see NF. Yeah. 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 So nice. both like Ideal. pretty pretty good concerts. Yeah. Yeah. NF was crazy. 21 Pilots was sweet because they crowd surfed while he was drumming yeah. on a platform. Dude, that's wild. That was bonkers. Try to keep your balance doing that. But yeah. I mean, that's how me and Aaron connected was through his brother, Josh, and... Uh, golf was probably like the yeah. biggest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out Josh's birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah big happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday to Juice. Juice. Yep. But. Juicy. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've known Aaron since he was like four or something like that, right? You were like a little yeah. baby. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I was a little baby before. Yeah, little baby. Um, yeah. At once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> He's very a much baby. larger than a baby now. I'm a lot bigger than a little baby now. A couple babies at least. I'm yeah, a couple baby couple. A just few, a couple. A few dozen. Uh. But I, I was telling I was telling him last time that like one of my one of the funnest memories that we had, um, or my memory of Aaron is when we went to um Ramshorn when we were I don't know, I must have been sixteen and you were 
you must have been six. six. Would these yeah. be post praise team practices? Probably. Yeah. 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 yeah those, because your mom was there. Yeah. My, it was those Thursday, Tuesday nights. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I remember just, man, this kid would just not stop laughing. Dude, just, was he was giggly. just a bundle of joy. And it was, was awesome. Giggly. And I felt like the king, man, because I would like say nothing. And he'd be like, yeah. He'd like, I'd make be like a, yeah, that's right. I am. I'm a comedian now. <laughs> he'd yeah. like make a fart noise. And I'd be like, <laughs> exactly. It was. So it felt awesome. Yeah, really that's a did. big like ego boost when you can make kids laugh. Oh, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 All eyes are on you. Yeah, it's down to you. You bring the energy. It does. It is. You still laugh a lot, though. That's good. I yeah. Still have the joy. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun guy. But I think um, I think one of the things that pulled us all together was our productions. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, our productions that we do at the church. If you're unfamiliar with Lakeside Assembly of God, we're huge on productions, Easter productions, Halloween productions, Christmas productions, Easter productions, and then do it all over again. And uh, one, of the, one of our claims to fame is our Easter productions. And we always uh, showcase like a, um, like a Easter, like a last sermon, a last, a last sermon, <laughs> last supper. Um, and all of us, <laughs> dangerous move on the, on the production managers, which is like my mom and Marlena, putting us all on the stage at the same time yep. oh, yeah. in, uh, in robes. Looking like disciples. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, it is a blast. Yeah. Every time. Every we always, time. We always find a new way to just take it a little further. Right. Yep. You got to have fun. One more reason for Marlena to cry. Exactly. <laughs> that's There's a lot of interesting photos that have come of these things and a lot of interesting yeah. stories. And oh, oh, I still have them. Do you? Oh, really? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, we do have some, yeah. So, like, I remember Chico and I one time were um, Roman soldiers um, guarding the tomb. You want to tell, tell this story? Because it's good. So, first of all, we get these co- whenever we get a costume, we're always like, what can we do to have fun with this? Push it to the next level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. As anyone should Go or would Go one step do. further. And so, we, we, were, we got these brand new costumes. We're like, this is the nicest Roman soldier costume we've ever gotten. And we put it on, and my goodness, there was not a lot of wiggle room to do. Yeah. Pretty I, promiscuous. Pr- yeah, we yes. were. There were so <laughs> many variables that, that, mind you, we stand for four hours. That's a classic picture, yeah, by the way. This is this is the. Oh, costumes. that is a good one. It's like a stack. Yeah, a it's yeah, like a stack of disciples. Yeah. If you guys want, we can we can post this <laughs> yeah. on our social. We, we, yeah. We'll have to yeah. post this yeah. for yeah. the episode. Yeah, that'll be the. But these these. These Roman soldier costumes have the highest, uh, just where they lay on our thighs are just outrageously high. Normally, right. we would like, oh, let's tuck it up a little bit. We'll keep them nice and short. Here we were, we were trying to get material to add on. It was <laughs> there was not a lot to work with, and we had the part where we have to fall uh, when the tomb explodes. Right, right. And explodes. we explodes, explodes, explodes. <laughs> <laughs> boom! And Jesus hey, rigged the tomb yes. with dynamite. Yes. <laughs> Bunch really? of C four. Yep. Um, <laughs> so when Jesus, you know, breaks that, explodes the tomb and right. comes out triumphantly, Jordan and I had to fall. However, we had to be very carefully falling. Right. So we pretty much fell in the most feminine way possible. We right. Like, ah. Fell to our side. We're like, no. We Close just, the legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just make sure. Dude, I don't know about you, but like, I could have broke a watermelon. My knees were so <laughs> tight together when I was falling. I was like, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> I like I try to so like instead of falling directly to the side, I try to fall like forward and yeah, yeah. together. 
Yeah, trying to like fall away from the audience too. Yes, it's yeah. tough, man. So only Jesus. Well, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> there was the year where we had the Last Supper, but we didn't sit at the benches. We sat on the pillows. Yes, that was another. That risky was also. Year. We're gonna say. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna not say what happened, but uh, that was the same year that we did the. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. So that was even scarier. I mean, <laughs> if you want to know what really happened, come talk to us. And first, then, like right? last supper, last supper mishaps, like not even mishaps, but shenanigans. We we've brought Oreos on the stage. Oh, yeah. uh, we've brought plums. Uh, plums. Yeah. Michael brought a plum on yep. stage one year, yep. and we're just eating that at the last supper table. And then there's also, depending on which production we do, there's the one where we have to like welcome all of us to the last supper. Yes, and just a yes. lot of hugging, a lot of like talking to each other, kissing, kissing. Yeah, we, we kiss each other for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just kissing. <laughs> You want to tell the story of when Matt couldn't find bread? <laughs> yes, I do. So we're all sitting there, all of us, all of the disciples, also all really close friends. And and uh, our good buddy, Joe, uh, who plays Jesus, jo- Joseph, as we call yeah. him when, we, uh, when he's playing that, uh, he was about to break bread, right? So he's about to break the bread and come to find out we don't have any bread. We got no bread to break. And so our buddy Matt goes, hey, I'm gonna run out like he's like whispering to us. He's like, "We have no bread. Uh, I'm gonna run out real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find some bread." So he re- like literally like exits, goes out into the lobby to try to find bread. Comes back like a couple minutes later. We're all just I think just kind of I don't know trying to kill time or something. Right. And he comes back in, no bread to be had. And so we're like, "Oh shoot! Like, what do we <laughs> what are we supposed to do?" Well, fortunately, I think Joe had um, like. You know those wafers that we get like for communion? Yeah. yeah. I think he had like maybe one of those <laughs> for for 12 guys. <laughs> and so he goes, all right, let us break this bread. And he lifts it up, you know, like you see. And he like <laughs> breaks like the smallest little crumb off. And he's like, this is my body, you know. And he like is like barely peeling it off. And he's passing this wafer down that is enough for like a baby, yeah, um, to twelve guys. And it was the we were dying. Oh yeah, because he like he like put his might into it too. You right. could, it like looked like he was breaking a normal piece of bread, but he like, yeah, kink. yeah, just bloop. <laughs> and we're all like, mmm, you know, like we're trying to like eat the whole thing. Yeah. Filling. You're right. Yeah. Ooh, that was good. That was good. Dude, they started me off dangerous last year. I had to wash Josh's feet and Matt's feet. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. That's, that's a time to make you laugh for that, sure. I was so nervous. That's tough. I walked over to Matt and I'm like, looking. I, we had the conversation with our eyes. I'm like, please don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, don't make yeah. me laugh. This yeah. will be. Yeah. But I did. I took my I took a little liberty easily the first year like just as I walked by to everybody I would just be like for all the friends I'm like yeah mm. yeah yeah grabbing yeah. on just each a other quick grab yeah 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 for sure and then you and I Chico and I got close during Edge of Eternity yes yeah. because there was a gap I, we must have one of the early scenes where Chico was showing me uh, bad images in the church van. Oh, yes. Yes, yep. and then we fatally wreck our van. Frank was driving. Yes. And we die. How dare you. Um, but when we die and went to hell, sad. Yeah. Um, but that year I did win the award for most likely to smile while going to hell. Because we, as we know, my poker face is awful. Yes. Um, so when we would go to hell, we would then go to Taco Bell. Yes. Which was... a like a chamber of hell, I feel like, for me. <laughs> I don't like Taco Bell that much, but After, I did back then. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
And then <clears throat> we would just connect there, come back for Jesus's return. Or yeah, yeah. There, was, there was some sort of finale. Yeah. 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 So that's what we were saying last time is <laughs> there's no closer bond than going to hell together. Right. Is what we said. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Edge of Eternity is a production that we put on. They, it's like vignettes where you go to heaven or to hell. And Everybody, for some reason, always wanted to go to hell because it was more fun to. It's more theatric. Do that. Yeah, sounds terrible, but <laughs> but yeah, there's now, more pizzazz in it. Exactly, and there's do it up. yeah, there's like higher mistakes that yeah. kind of happen, but yeah. it it goes with it. Like for example, in that year of us dying and going to hell, my I'm supposed to like try to crawl up the stairs to heaven, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, don't worry, we'll get you really early. Like you won't make it up that far. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like somebody forgot about me. Or I just moved a little too quick. I got about three quarters of the way up to the top of heaven Jeez. on those stairs. And then they found me and then pulled me off. <laughs> I hit so many steps. And I like landed on back on the stage. I'm like, that's awful. And then I'm like, oh, they got to throw me into the pit yeah, now. Right. And so I, you land on like a foam, two foam mattresses yeah. that are also a part of the stairs to the main stage. Yeah. While also hoping you don't land on someone else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I was like, I got thrown in and I'm laying there. I'm like, oh, thank goodness that's done. They're like, one more person's about to come in. I'm like, what? And then I like <laughs> no. had a roll at yeah. the last second. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have got crushed. When you Dude. go to hell in Edge of Eternity, it literally teach you to jump and then roll. Yeah, like get quickly. Out. Didn't Kaylin hurt herself? I was just gonna yeah. say, Kaylin, yeah, like, broke her ankle or whatever. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. The yeah. price yeah. you pay, but we save souls. So yeah. yeah. What's a couple yeah. bones when you got souls on the line? You know, that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's worth it. It's worth it. I bonked my it's head. I think the last time we did it, I had to fall in backwards. Oh. And there's like plywood. <laughs> I remember <laughs> and I'm like and I like body rolled my head. <laughs> body rolled my head right into the plywood and it and it hurt. I was like after I was like concussed. I think I'm concussed. Jordan, get out. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking to. I <laughs> what who is Jordan? Jordan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you no. just think you're your edge of eternity character the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Call me by my name. I'm a method actor. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean friendship, man. This is these are the the fun things that we uh, that we laugh about and that yeah. really pulled us together. But um, shows us that it's all just from church, you know. Yeah, a lot of our fondest memories are from yeah. being involved in productions, as we just said, yeah. or um, even just smaller events here and there. Things yep. throughout the church, throughout yeah. the ministry. Yeah, get into a church, man. Like if you if you don't have one, it's so important to have Christian friendships. Like these are the types of things. Like, and I think that we kind of break that mold or the idea of that church can, is so like being a Christian or having Christian friends is like a boring time. Right. Clearly, from our <laughs> from right. our yeah. experiences and stuff. Like the, these are our experiences, and and we have a blast doing it. And there's no there's no bond like a Christian brother. Yeah. You know. You know. For all of us and. Uh, I think that that's one thing that uh, is so cool is is how we feel so comfortable going to each other about anything that's yeah. going on. If, if we're having a time where, you know, just the other day we were talking about, uh, we were at lunch, me and Anthony and his fiance, my wife, and we're all talking there. And I, I kind of shared with them like some anxiety that I've been dealing with yeah. and things like that. And I just felt totally, I wouldn't feel comfortable sharing that with anybody but with any of my guys I, I told them i just said you know listen i'm I'm really dealing with this right now and uh you know just help me through it pray me through it and all this stuff and and it was really good and it makes you feel good afterwards you know yeah. what i mean so yeah there's like 
in our friend group, we like I've mentioned, there's a variety of spiritual gifts of different people you can go to for different things too. Right. Like some are like experts in certain things, um, which is so valuable to me because um, on an individual level, like I'm, I'm typically an introvert and keep things bottled in, but like I know that my guys are there for me. Yeah. But also like I can go to the person that knows it the best yeah. because of all of our different experiences and all of our wisdom collectively. You know yeah. what I mean? It's really cool. It is. Yeah, and like having that almost like safe space, if you will, yeah. with people like you were saying that you can go to and rely on, but just like knowing that um, anytime you're even like lost like with and you need some insight or just like with us, we kind of tell each other how it is. Like, like yeah. all right, you're really wrong in this for doing this or saying this. Like, we we will correct each other. Yeah. yeah. And it's not, like, in a hateful, like, you're dumb Malicious, way. yeah. No, it's like, all right, yeah, that wasn't the best thing to do, and we're going to call you out on it. But it's not because we're mad at you. It's because we love you and want to see yeah. the best for you. Exactly. Yeah. I. Um, it's nice to be able to just have that core group of people that's just as rooted as you are in faith. Yeah. Um, and as you said, for prayer, for um, even to like move out of a house or like help yeah. with yeah. like like anything, you know, it's just those people that you can rely on for life and like know that they're always going to be there to help you out through anything that you may for sure encounter in this yeah. crazy thing we yeah. call life. The church is like a crazy network. You it know, is. you have car problems, there's this person. You have exactly. You need new windows, like you can go to this person. Yeah, like it's yeah. all these crazy things. Anything built. Yeah, you it's know, sweet. Whatever. Yeah, that's but, so true. And like the importance of it too is like think about if you think about like Elijah, he's like ready to die, and then right. God sends him Elisha. Right. As like right. It's like actually I'm gonna add to your life. Yeah. Right now, like yeah. It's it's these core group of friends like keep me going to it, it. Right. They sharpen me. They make sure I'm growing. Um, they they put me in good situations where I'm not really, you know, being tempted in any way. Or, right. Um, so I think that's what's really cool, too, is like we have a mutual understanding of our boundaries yeah. and, and what comes with being a Christian yeah. and what um, where we can go with that. Yeah. And it's accountability too. Yeah. You know, it's just having that accountability where it's like, they're not going to lead you down this path. You can trust them. You know, that they're going to have your best interest out, you know, for, you know, they're going to, they're going to help you with that. And it's, it's always, uh, so encouraging. You never want, you want friends like that, Elijah and Elisha. You don't want friends like Job had, yeah, (laughs) which, which he referred to as worthless physicians, you know, where they're just, Hey, this is because this in your past and you've done this. And that's why all these terrible things are happening to you. Well, no, you know, uh, you want those friends that are going to build you up and encourage you. I just read through Job, by the way, and one of them calls him like just really. He's like, "You're just a windbag." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that insult. Yeah, yeah I love exactly, that. exactly. <laughs> you windbag. Yeah, we should start using that. <laughs> I'm gonna sure. get you. <laughs> it's terrible, um, but yeah, no the friends. Friends are important, and I want to share this verse. I had this written down. John 16. 14 through 17 says, greater, ha- greater love has no uh, one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, this is Jesus talking. Uh, you are my friends, and if you do what I command, I no longer call you my servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything I have learned from my father I have made known to you, which is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you 
so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. So whatever you ask for in my name, the Father will give to you. This is my command. Love each other. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. That's really cool, too, because I think a lot of times we, because, like, God, or, like, Jesus is our Lord, right? Right. We just solely think of him as a Lord and not, like, it's impossible to be friends with him because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's the almighty. He's the omega. Right. Like, how can you be friends with that? Because we're so imperfect. Exactly. Um, But there's so many times in the Bible where... Jesus is a friend to a bunch of people. Right. Um, even like it, way back to Abraham, where people think God was super scary, right? Right. Um, and Abraham yeah. called him a friend of God. Yeah. Um, so like just walking and talking with him is like such an easy way to become friends with Jesus yeah. and knowing yeah. his heart. Um, but yeah. You truly see like the value in front. Could, could Jesus have gone and ministered by himself without disciples? Right. That's a good question. Yeah. 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 So what does that show us? That shows us the value of friendship. That shows there's a reason he's in agony in the Garden of Gethsemane. Like, mm-hmm. like he knows what's coming, right? But mm-hmm. And his disciples were lame and they didn't listen. But right. he, he goes, come and pray with me. You know, like, come and, and intercede with me in this. And, like, um, obviously, like I said, they didn't listen. But but Jesus is, we're, he's our prime example. Like, he's our perfect example of everything that we're supposed to follow. Yeah. And he truly shows what friendship looks like and yeah. what we should be looking for in our friendships and yeah. um, what those people should be able to do for us to yeah. benefit us and push us further in our faith. Right. Yeah. And just to go off of that point, um, it's so good to know that, like, a lot of people think that what, what was what was Jesus's best uh, ministry aspect? Like, was it his preaching? Was it his teaching and all of that stuff? Some of the greatest things that he did is when he pulled his disciples apart from the larger crowds. Yeah. You know, and we have those close, tight-knit friends like we had talked about. Like, we have those close guys that we can really rely on. Well, Jesus had those too. Mm-hmm. And some of the greatest things that he did was with those. You know what I mean? And so it's uh, it's just really cool to see that we we model our lives after the the King of all Kings, right? But at the same time, he's a tangible master. You know what I mean? Like Jesus did come as a as a man. Yeah. You know, he's a man. He he's somebody that we can look to and say, you know what? He modeled the perfect life, and we'll never achieve perfection, but with him, we can have perfection eventually. And uh, he's a friend. He's yeah. a friend. And. Um, he also experienced like emotions that we go through too. And yeah, it, like, like the Lord almighty wanted his friends to back him. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Even in his lowest times, exactly. although he, you know, like said is all powerful right. and everything. He still wanted his boys with him yeah, in exactly. his darkest times. So exactly. I think that's, that's a really cool example too, of like when you're low, like you should want to be with yeah. your friends. You know? Yeah, exactly. I've said it before in a sermon. It's cool to know that our Lord and Savior ha- will has gone through every single emotion and feeling that mm-hmm. we will go through in life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whether that means his friends gave up on him, like I just right. said in the Garden of Gethsemane, or like you know, there's nothing that we will go through. So the whole God, you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. silly. Yeah. He's he's experienced it tenfold. You know what I mean? Exactly. In Matthew 4, we see that when he's tempted, and which is a little teaser for next week. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he understands. He gets it. There's nothing that, to your point, Aaron, that's, that's really good. There's nothing that you have done uh, that he hasn't experienced himself. And so, um, but, yeah, that's so good. That's so, good. so uh, yeah. So, yeah, we, 
<laughs> the importance of friends is huge, obviously, for your, for your growth or or demise, whatever it may be. Yeah. But um, so like, how would you say is the best way to growing into Christian friendships? Get into a church. Yeah, that's honestly that's step one. Yeah, for Get sure. Into, for for like, so for my crew, um, you, uh, high school youth, um, join a youth group. Get into a youth group. Um, I think we mentioned this last time, but um, don't be. Um, I know it can be overwhelming coming into a brand new church. If you've never been to church before, I mean, that can be overwhelming in itself. But come into a church um, expecting to make friends because when you have that expectation, um, it'll come to fruition. Um, Hang around, um, see what people are doing because they're just as desperate to make new friends as you are to make your first one. And um, so join a church, be a part of a youth group. Yeah, I think what's huge is is just being present. Like you yeah. don't even you don't even have to make an exerted effort to ha- like make friends at a church like right off the rip. Right. You can just be present and I'm sure somebody in that group will be convicted to reach out to you. For sure. Um cuz cuz I think people that are in the church already and know what how important Christian friendships are, they'll know that just leaving you hanging is not the right way it's to go about right it. Yeah. So there, there will be a certain conviction within somebody to come talk to you. And so just be there for them. You know yeah. What I mean? And and if you do go into a church that does have that type of mindset, that clicky mindset, that yeah. whatever, go to a different church. Get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, yeah. you know, if they're not about, um, you know, making Christian friendships and and fellowshipping with a new person that's coming in to seek the Lord, um, then they're not doing the right thing. You know, and so. Um, you know, everybody, nobody's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, called to love everyone. And Chica, like, you were like a new kid at one point, right? Yeah, yeah I got invited by a uh, Christian to come um, <clears throat> during like it was an outreach event that was at the church uh, stand strength team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they came out. Yeah. So, yeah, and that was the thing. Like Christian extended that invite. You know, obviously I had Christian as an in, and then he showed me all of his friends. But at the same time, it was still on me to be present to be outgoing um and to be who i really am and i think that's one of the more important things is sometimes you get in a new setting and you want to impress people and you want to be cool or whatever and that just holds you back more than anything sure because if you are hiding a major part of who you are as a person then you're pretty much going to compromise that that friendship even if it is you know meant with good intent will like be your demise because you're not going to be who you really are. Yeah. yeah. So always make sure when you're coming into these new places and these new settings with these new people, be your true self. Yeah. You know, and because the right people are going to love, going to love you the way you are. Yeah. Like yeah. I never had to be any different with you guys and my friends at school with my family. Like, and that that's like one of the greatest things about um, our friend group is like everyone is a hundred percent them, and everyone we all like like Anth was saying, understand each other, respect each other and make each other better. Yeah. I'll always put it on my middle schoolers that, and I'll always say this, I say this like every week, that you're where you're at for a reason. Like, and if you're walking through a new church's doors or if you're walking into the same building, whatever the case may be, you're there for a reason, right? And and God sees that, and like Anthony said, they'll convict somebody to come up and talk to you. Or, um, you know, you're, you're where you're at for a reason, and if that's to develop better friendships, whatever the case may be, always keep in mind that you're in, you're where you're at in life for a specific reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like whether it's a building block for what you're going to be in the future. Um, and 
a lot of the times, like I know, for example, when I was at my lowest of my low in youth and um, I was going through a hard time and I was having, having just, I was just doing things I shouldn't have been doing. And when I was in that, that's when I started developing friendships, but I developed them through church. Yeah. And because I was where I was, because I was where I was supposed to be, because I was in church and I was still actively pursuing um, um, friendships in the Lord and, and those people were able to lift me and God lifted me out of that yeah. Uh, yeah. with help from my friends and from uh, situations that were happening. So um, always keep that in mind. I feel like that's just a big yeah. thing, like just yeah. understanding like it's not why am I here, it's I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Right. And so like my next question would be like what do you think the church can do better? Because a lot of people do complain that a church is clicky yeah. No matter what, I don't think like, no matter what church it is, True. people will say it's clicky, and that's just because they're late to the party, essentially, right? Right. Like, all three of us grew up here, so like people have to catch up on twenty something years of right. a friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, what do you think the church has to do better at the big picture church? Obviously, yeah. I think we need to completely take into account what Jesus's expectations of us are as Christ followers. Yeah. And being loving of everybody else, like mm-hmm. love each and every person. It doesn't matter where they've been, what they've done. You're supposed to love them just as you love your friends yep. like yeah. that you already have. Um, and I think that's as basic as it sounds like we're called to exemplify and be Jesus more and more every day. And that's why he, God gave us that example as a human. And, um, He's just that perfect example. So trying to be more like him in that instance, like being more welcoming, like going out of your way to talk to that person, to speak life into somebody, yeah. like that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, students, it, it's tough because students are going through this really bizarre time where puberty is hitting them. They have their close-knit friends. They don't feel... Uh, that outreach type of mindset that all four of us have, right? Yeah. They don't have that same idea of, hey, I want to further the kingdom necessarily. I mean, there are some. Yeah, it's a sort of like maintenance, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's tough because you have to, it, being a minister, uh, just speaking for myself, you have to tell your students to get your ego out of the way. Right. You need to you need to release your ego and be welcoming to the new people that come in because if you look at any church that's growing, that's um, exemplifying uh, Christ, as Aaron was saying, um, are the ones that are open and they are receiving new people in like they were best friends forever. Yeah. Um, and so I I would say that the best way to do it is when you do have somebody new. And what stinks about it too? Well, let me let me finish this. So when when you do have somebody new, you need to rid yourself of the ego. Yeah. Just say, hey, it, it's not about me or status. It, exactly, yeah. it's not about me. I don't care how cool you are. I don't care how popular you are in school. I don't care how many sports you play. Um, it's about the kingdom. It's about the kingdom and and welcoming this new person. This person could be coming in for the first time to a church ever. And hearing Jesus' name for the first time ever. So your job as a Christian for your entire life, not just in church and and, uh, in the youth group, is to spread the gospel, right? Um, And so I think that that's what we need to remember. And you never, like building off that, Jordan, when somebody's coming in here for that first time potentially, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. So you don't know, like... The, the impact that just 
smiling to somebody or saying Huge. hello, acknowledging them. That alone can be life-saving yeah. and not only just life-changing. Some people are, are at such a desperate low point because think about it, right? Um, Pastor always makes that analogy. Like, you don't go to a hospital when you feel healthy, yeah. right? right? People don't go to church when they're in the best spot of their life yeah. ever. It's true. So sometimes people are walking in broken. Yeah, and a lot just, of times. Yeah, and just you being able to be that light or to just extend that hand could change that person's life forever. Yeah. Think about this, uh, just a conviction from a pastor over here. Think about a new person coming in for the first time ever. You got one shot. You got right. one shot a lot of times um, for that person to join the kingdom of God. Because a lot of times you'll see uh, a person come in for the first time if they are turned off by what's happening or it's clicky and there's people are disrespecting them or they don't want to befriend them or whatever, they may never come back to a church ever again. Right. Um, so take it seriously is, is the second thing. Take it seriously because this is the father's business, you know? Like even in, at this point in my life, I have a bunch of friends um, – non-Christian friends that have told me similar situations. They're like, yeah. I'll I tell them like, oh yeah, I'm still pretty involved in my church. And they're like, oh yeah, I tried church, but they had exactly. a bad experience. So now they don't want to go back at all. Yeah. And it's, it's very real. It's sad. Yeah, it's and, really sad. And that's what's tough with our age range, Chico and I, for like United and stuff is so many people now are already dead set with their core group of friends. Yep. They're dead set with what they believe. So getting to the core of those people would essentially have to take for the leadership in United to be super transparent. Yep. Um, letting them know, Hey, this is what we've been through. Yes. We're Christians. Yes. It's not perfect, but I'm sure we've struggled just as not just as much, but like we've struggled as well with you. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's getting down to like that, that human experience of, we're just we're just being open so that you can feel open as well. We don't necessarily have to be your like your go to friend. Right. But just know that you have a friend in us that you exactly. can confide in or be yeah. open with. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a good point too, is that you don't have to be a best friend yeah. to somebody. You can be a brother in Christ. Right. You know, or a sister in Christ. You know, I think that's important to remember. Like so many people are like especially like a new person coming in that's so seeking friendship wants to be best friends with yeah. whoever is coming in. Now, you know, how realistic is that? You know, it might work, but there's sometimes that it doesn't and that's okay. You know, they'll yeah. find where they belong. Yeah. You know, their their place where yeah. they should. It's be. a it's a patience game too. It is. Like like it might have to take you a couple of years before you start like uh being an edge of eternity and then forming those friendships. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. yeah. From the before out. you risk your life in edge of eternity. <laughs> <laughs> From the outside looking in it it's different for everybody. Like you can't walk in and expect to just have yeah. like be throttled into this core group mm -hmm. of people. But I've seen it happen. I've seen, I've seen middle schoolers come in and jump on like and immediately become best friends because they have a core uh, relation and like anime or whatever, you know, yeah. like, right. like they, they have something in common. So all of a sudden they're like best friends. And that's just kind of how a, a middle schooler yeah. works. But that's uh, the beauty of like those like Aaron's and Jordan's age groups is how, how like formative it is. Oh yeah. And like that's what makes it hard about ours is because of how solid they already are. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. And the reason why all of us are such close friends is because we met in those formative years. Yeah. You know, we chose we're yeah. like, yeah, we all vibe you know, we're all on the same page and we're like, 
Yeah, this is it. Yeah. You know? But you guys also have a very um, unique thing in, as well is that they're all seeking more God. Yeah. True. Um, so like our students don't necessarily come for that all the time. You I would know, agree. They're coming with their friends. Yeah. They want to. They want to see their friends. I mean, when I was a kid, that's that was a big reason why I oh. came to church. Yeah. Are you going to church tonight? No. Okay. Me either. Yeah. Me either. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what's good about college age kids, um, college age children, <laughs> college age um, adults, whatever young adults, um, are they they want they want more God, and that's amazing. Yeah. So I think that we can. That's what's cool about all of our different ministries is that we can learn from each other. Yeah. And uh, you know apply each of these things to yeah. to all of our groups. It puts us in a spot where we're like, how, because cause I was that age, and I came for friendships. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't yeah. here to yeah. listen to Pastor Ryan's next sermon, you right. know? Right. Like, that wasn't my main intention. It was also a little bit for girls here every once in a while. That's how Christian wrote me in. Say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, you know... It puts, like, just as a middle school pastor, it puts me in a spot where it's like, what is the easiest way... I can have them fully grasp the trueness and the and the strength and the power of the gospel yeah. and completely grab the um, strength of Christ like as a whole. And a lot of it goes back to like their friends being able to tune in. Like I've had it's crazy how much of an influence like a leader has on like a pack yeah. in a sense. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like if one person is like, No, 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 put your phone away, like let's listen. Like like this is important. This is really good right now. And then the other person next to him will be like, "Okay," <laughs> and and is like is like, "Yeah, okay." And, but but it ends up being very important in that situation. And like, um, I see that a lot in middle school. But you know, you have to make it like, what's the easiest way I can get the gospel message across to friends? Yeah. Like, and um, I don't know. It's just. Friendship, friendship has so much power. Does does, and does. that's just really what. And it because is. at the root of it is love. Yeah, you that's know, right. that's that's why it's so. Important. Yeah, I think that's why we're all so successful. Is that we so successful as friends? Is that we we just love each other to death. Yeah, like we would die for each other. I mean, greater love has than no one this than this that somebody lay down their life for for their friend, and so that's that's where we're all at. Yeah. You know, which is so so awesome. Yeah. So. So I mean, with that, I'll I'll pray us out if you yeah. want. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right, dear Jesus, thank you for this day. We are so thankful for uh, this opportunity to come to you on this platform, Lord Jesus. We thank you so much for my friends and all the friendships that we have in this yes, church, Lord Jesus. Jesus. I just ask that you continue to work in each and every friendship here. Thank uh, you, begin to strengthen them. Begin to show them how great your mercy and and grace is for them and their and your love for them, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I just ask that uh, the person in a church that is lonely, Lord, that they just seek friendship in you first, Lord Jesus, yes, to get Jesus. the real meaning of love, the real meaning of friendship, Lord Jesus, and just begin to intervene in that situation, Lord, uh, give them the boldness, give them the courage, because in the end, we are all our brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord Jesus. That's right. Amen. So, Lord Jesus, begin to form new friendships, um, and with that, with a collective goal, we can further your kingdom with yes. just a bunch of friendships. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, guys. Bye. Peace out. Friendship. Girl Scout. <laughs>